Bueno. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. I was going to say bueno, but then I was like, no, I'll just say hello. Bueno. That is the right way to say hello, right? I mean, or hola. Hola. Yeah, that's that's true. I just Buenos hear... dias. Okay. Which is Buenos good. Tardes. Good day, right? Yeah. Good afternoon. Good night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you choose. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. I'm I'm Champ Champenstein. I am Heather Hadfield. Yeah, just say it. Just I'm Heather Hadfield. <laughs> just make your name known. Uh, we're here today, as always, to talk about comics. So I have nothing important to say because I started classes this week, so my brain's just like shot. Anything good? I have nothing today. No apologies, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we're just going to get right into it then. We're going to talk about our comics. Go, go, go. Okay. Oh, God. It's stuck to the back. <laughs> okay. I have this trade. Uh, this is called Punderworld. This is by Linda Sajic. It's just such a funny name. I'm I know. Sorry. It's, it's hilarious. Um, so... This is, uh, a, of course, a story about Hades and Persephone, but it's also just about... Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, what else am I going to read? Um, it's also just about other Greek mythology and stuff. This was originally on Webtoon, and I had started reading it on there. So just imagine the story of Hades and Persephone, but, like, awkward as hell. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's lighthearted, it's funny, and all that kind of stuff. Because just like that story is. Well, you know, the actual version of that story. Um, just funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just... If they were just really awkward and they met in a completely different way and things happened the way that they were supposed to. I was just joshing with you, you know. Look, that. I get really defensive about Hades. You <laughs> didn't have to. I know, it's unintentional, it just happens, and I don't know why. I act as if, like, he's my best friend in the entire world, and I'm just like, someone says anything about him, I got you. I apologize that I did not mean for that to happen, but it's just the story of Hades and Persephone, but funny. That's it. <laughs> I just had to clear that up. Had to clear that up. Uh, all right, you got one more. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I have Runes. This is issue number two. Uh, I did not read this one because I kind of skimmed through the first one, I feel like, because I don't exactly remember what happened. I'm mm-hmm. still, I, I was foggy when I started reading this, so I'm going to go back and reread the first one, but it's just a story about Norse folks. You know, me. That's what I do. Read those kind of books. Yeah, that is it's classic. Straight up, straight up what you do. Yeah. Uh, all right, I have something is the killing. Something is killing the children. Something is a killing the children. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Sounded like Mario for a minute. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. I know, and I'm a Luigi. <laughs> okay, so yeah, something is killing the children. This is number nineteen. I mean, I say this every time. I really love this book. That's that's literally all I'm going to say is it's a really great horror story. I think everybody should pick it up. It's a lot of fun. The art is really great highly suggest jumping in in this story arc because it's really easy to pick up you don't have to you don't have to have read anything from the past it's there it's good it's good i don't know what else to tell you and it the new second i don't want to say like second part but the the partner part story is the, coming like, out soon the little the, mini series yeah like the side story house of slaughter is that what yeah. it's called yeah. yeah um it comes I should have looked this up. I feel like it's October. Yeah, I was saying, I think it, it's very, very soon. I am very hyped on that book. Um, I'm going to say October 20th. I'm just um, going to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, we'll look it up someday. Yeah. Uh, Tate Bromble, Bromble uh, he wrote Barbalian. Mm-hmm. He's working with James Tinian writing. And then um, Christian Sheehan, uh, the person who did uh, the Tumnal. The Tumnal, the yep. uh, He's working with, uh, with Werthered Deledra. Sorry, we're really bad. Yeah, we're really bad names. Uh, We're gonna get better someday. Promise. (laughs) If we keep doing this, we have to. Uh, Yeah, so they're all working together. So I, it's a really solid team. I'm really excited that House of Slaughter little free comic book day was really great, and I feel like that's probably an intro into like what that book will be. So really looking forward to it. All the covers look great. Yeah, no, I was every single cover that I've seen for it. I'm like, well, fuck me. Gotta get them all. I can't. I can't get them all. I don't have enough money. But if I did, I would definitely be getting them all. Makes because sense. There are like everyone I see. I'm like, yep, that's great. Check, 
That's that's what I did with the the new the Witcher's Lament, the Witcher, the Witch's Lament. Mm, yeah. I was like, you know what? Mark me down for all three covers. I don't care. I don't need money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Chris would just let me not pay rent and then I could just spend it on like comics. I mean, that would honestly be ideal. I I could make a house of comics. Like, I'll just make a house of comics outside. I don't know why he wouldn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to him about it later, but I'm sure he also agrees that the, that we'll, should be done. Uh, we'll fill you in on this. Yeah. He, once we get it taken care of. Yeah. Uh, this is Mom. This is issue number two. Okay, I'm questioning For it. once, I got the variant issue. Yeah. yeah it right. never happens. I got the Tula Lote video. I mean, that one's... <laughs> See? Variant. I got the variant, not the video. I am so sorry, guys. Be I'm a, a mess today. Sick video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that cover is much preferred. I yeah, do I love like this, this cover. One. Uh, I don't know. Still like this book. Don't really want to talk about it, but I do want to say last week when you said this seems like a book written by Daenerys Targaryen, it definitely feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just got really strong like Chelsea Kane vibes, and I was not into that, which. Sorry, I um, I was not into it. I'm just going to say it. I mean, we just don't like turfs here. And I think that's like, yeah, it comes like even the little conversation about gender in the beginning isn't like as nuanced as it could be. And I mean, also, you can't be that nuanced in a comic like this or mm-hmm. a comic book at all. Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely gives off just like very white feminist vibes, even though it like also tries to counteract those vibes within yeah. it. And it's just like, OK, but. It was one of those books that when I was reading it, it, some parts of it made me very uncomfortable and I don't know why. Like it just made me, it gave me like weird secondhand embarrassment and I don't know why. Mom. 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 I spoke it in there, but mom. Mom. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not fun. I, unfortunately, like I thought maybe it would have like a potential because the idea is cool. Yeah. And the way that that last issue ended, I was like, okay, maybe, but then yeah, it's just still more of the same same shit there i did the only character that i like in there is benny and i feel like i just feel bad for him because he's just like obviously in love with her and she's like thanks for doing everything for me and not expecting anything in return i'm going to continue using you here's a hug my ex-boyfriend's back yeah oh he used to beat me by the way got me pregnant um i left him but he beat me a whole bunch he left her he just like disappeared I thought she disappeared and ran off. No, it was the opposite. I really wasn't paying attention because I did not like that book. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Because I thought, like, when the cops showed up, like, the helicopters and stuff, she disappeared and, like, took the motorcycle and ran off. That could could be. I could have just, like, read it incorrectly. I can't. There's too many. There's too many pages. There's too much. The one thing that I can say about it is, like, the panels I really enjoy. Yeah. And the colors are really cool. Yeah, see, I she, thought that she's was... like, where's Tiff? That's, yeah, that's yeah. her. But is her name Tiff? No, her name's Maya. Yeah, so she's asking where Tiff is. Because, like, but I don't know, man. Yeah, but the, I don't know. Either way, they meet up again, and it's just not. It's just, she's like, I'm going to give him a chance. Even though he hasn't been there, and he was very terrible to me. And he said that he's changed, so we're just going to accept it. Who the fuck is Tiff? Uh, the friend in the beginning who was giving her the talk um, about periods. Yeah. I don't know. I know a lot about this book, apparently. I mean, more than I do. Yeah. Okay, so I'm mm-hmm. just going to... We're just going to go on. In conclusion, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is Thor. This is issue number three. What? <laughs> this is issue number 16. Wow. Oh, how did that... Have- how would that happen? I don't. I think I was looking up there and I thought it said three. Oh, it's, that's it, what it was. It does, that's yeah. what it was. I got all mixed up. Anyway, this is Thor. <laughs> this is issue number sixteen. Um, Thor has kind of lost his ability to wield his hammer, and so he's trying to deal with that while also being king and revealing his weakness to Jane, who is just very blase about it i guess i don't know how else to explain it um i did yeah i don't care man well not i mean not (laughs) not exactly like that but the conversation was her just being like 
so what? What are you doing? You're just coming here, like, talking to me about it? He's like, oh, I just wanted to, like, tell you what was going on and, like, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, Odin got a weird, a weird haircut and beard. I don't understand it at all. It's just, like, you know, you know how I feel about Odin. I, I have very strong feelings against him, so it was, it was very strange. Um, I am all over the place today. I am sorry, but basically Thor still doesn't have the ability to wield his hammer, and he's dealing with it. All right. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's it. I went on a tangent for no reason about it. So, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right. This is Made in Korea. This is issue number four. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, this is getting close to wrapping up. I think there's only five issues, maybe six. So, I'm not really going to say a lot, but our main character who is a robot, is involved with the wrong kids, and she decides to save the day. Or try to help save the day after she realizes what's going on. And I know you had explained this before, but the group that she's hanging out with, they're older than her, right? Yeah, I mean, well, technically she's like... How older than what she's supposed to be? Yeah, she's in high school right now. like, But she's still a fairly fresh robot who okay. can't make friends and then yeah like I feel that basically some school shooter friends like dudes make friends with her and that's that's where the story goes it's it's kind of weird like I like it but it, it it's doing stuff that's for sure art's great yeah art's so good that's like one of my favorite parts of this book is it's like so good to look at and I am interested in the story it just feels I don't know the best way to describe it, honestly. It's is it uncomfy? I suppose it is uncomfy, and it's supposed to be uncomfy, but it's also like they kind of do like a Columbine like callback in this issue, and I just like I don't know, man. Can I see? Yeah, um, I just want to see how well they do. Yeah, Dylan and Eric, they did it. <laughs> um, so it is just like rough in that sense, where I'm just like, I don't. Did you need to do that? Yeah, no. Um, but that's okay. You know, yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things where, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable, but it also makes me uncomfortable because it, it's not making light of that sort of situation. It is very much being truthful and honest. But it's also one of those things where it makes me feel bad for the victims of those circumstances, like, especially Columbine for this instance in this instance it's just like I don't know if you should be using this like dialogue to like they'd even got the resemblance to like that's very strange yeah so it's a lot yeah in that way yeah no the art is incredible yeah the art is so good yeah so I'm saying it's one of my favorite parts of the book like the art and colors are so so gorgeous Okay. And like I said, the story's good. It's just yeah. like, I think this particular issue especially, it made the, like, the stuff that was going on. And, like, you know, it was obviously building up to this. And I knew that what this issue was absolutely going to be at the, from the end of the last yeah. issue. But it was just, like, I don't know, hard to swallow. Didn't, like... Well, then they did a good job, like, dude, making it, I, I don't know, real? Yeah, but In it just way, feels like... It, does, it wasn't necessary, but, like, if that's what they were going for, then... Well, I mean, yeah, for sure. It just felt like, you know, an American Horror Story, like, that first season. Yeah. It feels like that. Okay. Where it was, like, uh, a glorification of it yeah. for entertainment purposes. Yeah, and I know that's not what they meant, yeah. for sure, and that could also just be, like, my skew on it. Especially, you know, like, being alive during Columbine right. and just, like, yeah. <laughs> sorry not into school shooters so yeah it's... not that's exactly it it's just like i think that material is hard yeah okay so this is north missile missile jesus what is wrong with us today north missology that was incredible i love that i'm glad we got that on camera uh, this is Norse mythology <laughs> this is issue number three of uh part two of this series um this has uh, one of my, not my favorite character, I guess, but like the goats within Norse mythology mm-hmm. are one of my favorites. Uh, Thor's goats, where you eat the meat off of them and then they 
come back. Um, but the, the only downside of that is you can't break the bones because when you do that, it takes longer for the meat to come back. This is it. Yeah, that's this it. it. I thought that was really cool that I'm, when I was younger, I always like thought, no, I didn't think that was real, but I was always like scared of eating goats. <laughs> All right. That's really funny. Yeah. It was a big fear of mine, goats. <laughs> so... Yeah, and then this is uh, the giant and Loki and Thor and I can never remember the kid's name. Thilfi? Thilfi. 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 They are following a giant to nowhere land. <laughs> uh, I do want to say something really fast because I've been thinking about this. The main reason I picked up this book is to, for you, because I was like, I don't know, you really love Nor Norse mythology. I know, like, enough. Yeah. Like, I know these things, but not really. Right. So this is, like, literally to help me, like, get closer with you. And, like, that's why, like, the Loki show was great to me and I loved it is because, like... That's my thing. Yeah, it's your Aww. thing. And, like, part of you is, like, getting to know those things, you know? It's just... I just wanted to add that in because I think that's, like, something... I haven't really mentioned about like this book or yeah. even Loki. That's the most heartwarming thing <laughs> anyone's ever said to me. I mean, I've said that to Chris a lot of times, but yeah, that was like the reason I think I liked Loki so much is because I was able to watch it with you and like seeing how excited you got about stuff was like just really cool to me. And like, yeah, like this is like, I get to know more about these characters, more about these stories. So like I can actually like talk to you about something you like. So yeah, that's a, uh, I love that. <laughs> Don't puke. It's sweet. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's all I, I wanted to say. I wanted to say it out loud on the podcast. But yeah, I was thinking about it today, so I just felt like it was worth worth mentioning. I am gonna cry about it, but in public. <laughs> I mean, in private. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, are you doing it now? I'm gonna A private cry. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say. That's all i wanted are you really crying i'm sorry no, I'm I, didn't mean, I, I didn't i promise i'm not crying. I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that it's I just, okay i've watched you cry over <laughs> stuff like a million times it feels harsh but i know it's not because no. i cry a lot i uh i keep my tears a secret i think three people have seen me cry well now quite a few people have seen now me six cry. people have seen me cry <laughs> Oh um, my goodness. All right. Well, I'm not crying, but if you keep going, I might get to well, when, when we get to die, I'm going to I'm going to start crying again cuz that book made me weep last <laughs> night. So here's Barbaric. This is a book that also didn't make me cry. No, this is issue number 3. This is wrapping up this little story about Owen and his axe and what's Soren. Yeah, and we find out we get another part of this story, which I'm actually really excited for because this was a really, really fun time. I'm really glad that I ended up adding that to my poll. Yeah, no, I absolutely love this. Um, I don't know. One of my favorite tropes is, like, bad guys, like, big bad men who, like, try to come off tough who mm -hmm. aren't actually as tough as they seem. Um, and I love that about Owen because the entire time he's just like, you know, I don't fucking care if I die. Like, if I die, I die. And then later, yeah. he, you know, the truth comes out and he's like, I don't want to die. I want to live. And it's just, I, I relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely something that I feel 100%. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'm still on this earth. Yeah. I, um, you know, it shifts day to day, but... At the moment, I want to live. I kind of want to cry now, or die now, since I <laughs> cried. Dang it, I'm all about crying now. Um, scratch that. Uh, can you cut that? Yeah, from the tape? no, okay. I can't. Um, Thank you. I just want to say, I really I really love the intro line, there's no such thing as a good person. And I posted that on Instagram, and I did have somebody tell me, like, that's not true. And I was like, eh. Well, then you aren't seeing clearly. <laughs> like, I'm I, just kidding. Some people do see the good in everyone, and that's fine, but... Yeah. Not all of us are able to. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, like, people are good, but they're not, like, being good for the right reasons. Right. And or, like, you know, there's selfish reasons to be good. That's true. Those are the only reasons I'm good is, like, I, for very selfish reasons, it makes me feel good. That's why I do it. Yeah. I think that's a good, a good reason, but not all people would agree. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're telling anybody. How many people? 
Four. Four. Shit. I mean, my secrets are being revealed everywhere. <laughs> All right. Oh, shoot. So, secrets. This is the modern Frankenstein. This is issue number five. This is the last one. Um, main character, shoot, I can never remember her name. Amy? Amanda? Elizabeth. Frankenstein? <laughs> um, that's Frankenstein. Um, so Elizabeth finds out what Dr. Frankenstein has been doing behind her back in the experiments that he has been doing to her and she confronts him about it and it creates a, an explosion of sorts and she tries to outsmart him. Okay. But he is way too smart, as you probably know. It's Frankenstein, come on. Um, one of my favorite things about this particular issue is just the way that his body is shaped in that panel. Yeah, that is a weird I don't know why I got to the end and I was like... <laughs> Why does it look like that? Whatever. Um, but they do thank Mary Shelley at the end of this, which I thought was very sweet because I yeah. love Mary Shelley and I read—I will read anything with Frankenstein. I, I want you to be very proud that I did not make a young Frankenstein reference like this whole entire time. You I've been waiting book. for it. I've been <laughs> waiting for it. Because in my head, I really do. But it's fine. I think it's fine, you know no reason to and that's exactly how i feel about this book <laughs> it's fine it's fine okay i have cable reloaded this is a uh, one an annual i don't know one shot a single shot this is part of this last annihilation series i really didn't i really thought i had unordered this but <laughs> apparently i didn't I read half of it. It wasn't bad. I just didn't care, so I just stopped reading it, to be honest. What? <laughs> oh, I was like, I was looking oh. around for the <laughs> yeah. candle. I was like, the, we moved a candle? Where? <laughs> Jesus Thank you, Derek. Yeah, thanks, Derek. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't care, so I didn't read it all. Right. You know what's funny about the Nas... We cannot pronounce anything today. The Last Annihilation. I ordered the Wiccan and Hulkling one, but and I don't remember ordering it, but I ordered it apparently, so I'm going to have to deal with that. Um, I don't know. It's just a one-shot, so I don't feel like it'll be an issue. Yeah. I just really like Wiccan and Hulkling, so. Yeah, no, I think I thought about that one, but yeah. I think I decided not to because, yeah, it was part of this whole thing. And yeah. I, like, I don't know anything about anything that's I going on. I don't either. On. I feel like I had read, like, the little... Synopsis? Yes, the synopsis. So solicit. solicit. I was going to say blurb because <laughs> I couldn't think of what <laughs> those it was are, called. Those are all correct They're terms. all, yes. Um, but I had read about it, and I thought it sounded pretty interesting. And since it was Wiccan and Hulkling, I think that was why I just did mm -hmm. it. But it is apparently a part of the Last Annihilation thing, and I didn't I didn't realize it until I had seen the picture of it today. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about what's annihilated I or have what's happening. No, it was something that was last, so I have no <laughs> idea. All right, so we have Dark Blood. This is issue number two. Uh, if you remember from last time, this is we're following a man. His name is Avery. He is a black man during the like 1940s. 30? 55. 1955. 55, yeah, because yeah, I was, had to flip a page here. Uh, I mean, what well, goes back and forth because yeah. there is when he was in the war, and then 1955 when he's back to his normal life, trying mm -hmm. to support his fam. Yep. So it's just kind of following like that idea and dealing with like racism while he's also dealing with an old war injury. Uh, and this is kind of just like developing, developing the story out more. You're learning more about Avery, his family, where he's at now. Because in the first issue, you kind of start out in a place where you have no idea who this character is. And I didn't even know he had a family until I was reading this issue. So yeah, no, it, it did seem to not come out of nowhere because obviously the first one was like it just dropped you into it to give you the idea of what the story was going to be about and like you said this one kind of builds the story but it does seem to just show up it makes sense though mm -hmm. like it's i don't know this is obviously leading up to the events that give him the superpowers i guess that he has yeah. and how he got it and 
how it is going to be affecting his life in multiple ways. Yeah. You did a great job. That was good. Yeah, thank you. I'm very excited about this one. I can tell you everything you need to know about this. Uh, this is Department of Truth. This is issue number 12. I will not let Heather tell you everything about this because especially if you haven't been reading Department of Truth, it'll just blow the whole pot, really. Yeah. Um, Detective Cole is learning shit. Um, and then what's the lady's name? What's the I can't partner's name? I honestly can't remember because the only thing that's going through my head right now is just what I was just talking about earlier, just constantly, because I've been so excited about this. Um, I really love the mm. art in the beginning of this book and like throughout like this little cartoony business. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it, too. Sorry, I'm looking to see if no, I can find you're her good. name. I, I knew what you were doing. But yeah, I just I think it's really... I don't know, this book is so good, and I really enjoy the way it's, like, building. I like all of the conspiracies, yeah, that they, like, put into this story while still making it... I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, taking all these things and making it into one singular story and all being connected while being different things. Yeah. I, I love that. I know, I'm trying not to... I won't, I won't say anything. I won't spoil it. I won't... I've just, this is one thing that I, for some reason, was, like, obsessed with when I was younger. And so I read, like, books about it, watched documentaries. Like, I, when I found out that this was going to deal with that, obviously, and I feel like I had mentioned it previously, Mm -hmm. like, they better do something about that. And they finally are, and I am, bless, bless us. Yeah, no, I just think it's, uh, it really does a great job of, yeah, tying conspiracy theories together and making it, like, in a way where if you kind of think about it, it seems real too. Yeah. Where you're just like, this, this kind of seems plausible, like in a weird way. And this is how misinformation does spread. Right. Like, so it's very, very real in that aspect. And just the art really coincides with that. And also I do want to say that, um, Aditya Bidikar actually just posted a, like a screenshot of a news story about a parent from uh, Sandy Hook mm-hmm. who did end up buying into, I think I might have sent this to you, buying into the conspiracy theories that they were like crisis actors and all of these yes, things. Yes, And it's did. just like absolutely made my fucking skin crawl. Brains are the most wild things to ever exist. Yeah, it's just like, I think that's how absolutely real this book is since there was that issue like four five issue four or five four four i think it was four because five and six were the uh ones that were like different artists oh yes yes yeah um but yeah it was just like one of those things where it's like this book has its like grips in like what reality is and once again that's like the scariest fucking part about this whole book and that's i think one of the things that every time i read it is just like I think it makes me uncomfortable and it's scary. Like that's like why it's scary Mm -hmm. is because it just like digs under your skin and grips in and you're just like, Oh fuck real world sucks too. Like this isn't like something where this is necessarily not real. Like this is something people legitimately believe. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but I am going to say that is part of my favorite thing about this is the main perpetrator mm-hmm. fell for conspiracies. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm like shaking cause I'm so excited <laughs> that it's happening and I'm like vibrating from not trying not to say anything that will spoil it. So checks back. Checks mix. <laughs> well, uh, next issue I'll spoil everything for everyone. Cause if, I'm pretty sure they're going to Yeah, I'm if pretty not, sure it'll then I will do it. it the one after that. But the second they start talking about it, I will. I mean, I feel like they've done a pretty <clears throat> good job of, like, doing these within two or three issues. Right, so. right. So I'm like, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll, I'll, I'll behave. Don't worry. All right, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I have to get onto something else. Otherwise, I'm just going to be like, oh, let me tell you everything. Um, this is St. Mercy. This is issue number one. Um, I only special ordered this one because I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it, but I actually, 
I liked it enough that I think I might get the next one just to see. Well, yeah, because they're on their side. Um, but this book is, it's told in two different timelines, but they run kind of parallel to each other. So one of them is um, a young girl. And I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. She's Peruvian. It says that right there. Mm -hmm. So 500 years ago, she is being prepared for a sacrifice to the god of the underworld. And then in 17... No, it's not the 1700s. I'm so sorry. Let me get my timeline here. Uh, 1871 um, tells the story of another girl who is, I want to say like a descendant of her, not like a reincarnated version of her, but just related to this other girl in the some in some way. And she has the same kind of... <laughs> I'm sorry. Situation going on. Um, but she... I don't know they just run parallel to each other and they're both doing the same thing for the same reasons for the same god so it's i don't know how his time repeats and history just keeps repeating itself mm. kind of thing um i did however really enjoy the art for it especially like very few pages i thought were just done really well um but yeah again i think i am going to get the second issue just to see how it plays out because i want to know how they're related to each other yeah it's interesting and you know i love gods of the underworld so <clears throat> yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah um okay. especially ones from like different cultures it's very fascinating to me to see how they change throughout different cultures and stuff okay sorry. <laughs> you're fine no that makes sense <laughs> now this is vinyl this is issue number three look at that hot cover yeah so good Late lady bathing in some blood uh, this is just about serial killers. That's really, um, like, one serial killer is trying to help save his FBI agent who has been, uh, abducted by a cult. And he's getting a team of serial killers together to get them out. Okay. Interesting. And, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoy it. I don't, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect, I think. Because I feel like usually, I think Doug Wagner is this guy's name. Yeah, he's done several books, and most of the time they do not seem like something I will enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just because I, I don't know. I don't even know why. Because most it's of just the, not something you're interested in. Well, most of the time it's like horror stuff, but it always seems just like over the top and like ludicrous. I wish I could remember the name of his other book off the top of my head but he has another one coming out but i do so i like the covers a lot and i think i like that one especially because i feel like it's a nod to elizabeth bathory which i don't it probably isn't i just you know anytime i see a woman bathing in blood that's what i think of mm -hmm. um i don't know the covers are all really kind of ominous yeah and i i like that a lot yeah no i like i said i enjoyed this book i think it's like silly and fun and like there is this tone of like other stuff going on right now. I haven't really talked to you about this book at all either. Well, because I I feel like I had asked you not to because I did want to read it after the first issue had come out because yeah. you had kind of told me about it and I was like, oh, I I want to read that mm -hmm. and I just haven't I haven't gotten around to it yet. I think I did borrow the first one from you though, didn't I? I mean, I have to. I could, did. I don't think I did put it away in my like stack of stuff I put away. Yeah, because I feel like it was right before I moved. I'll have to we'll look because I have, out. yeah, a pile of comics that I have borrowed from people, so yeah. yeah. It's good. Good horror stuff. Like I said, if you that sounds like something you'll enjoy, it's it's worth it. The art's really great. That's all I gotta say. It's good. It's good. Now on to my baby. Uh, Once in Future, number 19. This is back from a little, little hiatus. Mm -hmm. Uh... Basically, is it, is it called Other Worlds in uh -huh. this? Okay, I was like, I don't yeah. know why that wouldn't be. But the Other world, world has come into our world, but maybe only England? Yeah, it's, I mean, from what it seems like to them, it's only England because some dumb fucking politicians <laughs> yeah. is what I've got to say. So, Duncan and um, Rose and Grandma. Green. Bridget. <laughs> 
his grand. Great, yeah, I just say grandma. They're all trying to keep uh, the group of people that were at the retirement home safe and figure out also what's going on and where actually is safe with all the monsters and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Just, of course, always brilliant. Yeah, Once in the Future is such a good book. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I'm really glad, like, it came back. <laughs> of course, but, like, I just... I love looking at it, and I, I know love, I love reading it, and I just like really like where the story's going, even though I don't know where it's going. I I just I love the characters and how they interact too, because it, I, we've mentioned this so many times before about how Duncan is kind of like thrust into it, and I love that he kind of has an idea of what he's doing now, but he's still like a, a bumbling idiot. Mm-hmm. Like he still just ha- doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just definite himbo. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah. For sure. Um, He's just doing it to, you know, keep the people he loves safe. And he's still learning and all that. But he's, yeah, just definitely still just a little little diaper baby. And he's got a beard in this one. He looks great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't have anything else because... I'm just excited. read it. I mean, yeah. that's like basically it is just read it. I'm excited to see like what happens mm-hmm. in the story arc. Uh, okay. So this is die. This is issue number 19. This is actually wrapping up next issue. Um, this, I also don't want to get too deep into this, especially since it's close to the end. Yeah. Um, but this kind of answers some questions and talks about some stuff like that you have kind of been hinted at since the beginning um, and it kind of just shows you, like, what insecurities and, like, fear, fear of not being accepted can do. Um, I don't know. Um, this book made me cry <laughs> last night. And, and I don't, like, I know why. I know why. Because uh, it also, it talks a lot about gender and, like, queerness and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I like the way that that topic is tackled in this because it is from the point of view of someone who has struggled with it and i just feel like it was very relatable um well like i said to you it's one of those things where i'm we're at that age where it's something that like what this character is saying is something that yeah like i i know that i've been through Mm -hmm. and i know that like exactly what's happening is like those same little mindsets that like just keep you stuck in a place that is just like really really dark and scary and gross and it is one of those things where like coming to the light at the end of the tunnel and being able to talk about things openly and honestly with other people is just like incredibly important especially the people that are closest to you Mm-hmm. Um, who you've never really talked to about that kind of stuff before. I just figuring out who you are with those people and not being ashamed of it, but accepting it for what it is and embracing it, I just think is very important. Sorry, I'm going to just like turn this way for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've been waiting for this issue and I've been waiting for this like kind of topic to come at hand, especially because it is very much you're very much been talking about like trans people within this like book and so to finally have have her like come to her like realizations and like yeah it was just good it was really good i i think the thing that got me about this was her coming to terms with it but also just i am not trans so i don't know this but i know that there is a lot of uncomfortable baggage that comes with identifying as that from an outsider's opinion I guess because she does struggle with whether or not she is you know good or bad for the things that she's Mm -hmm. done and I I feel like that's a very important part of also your identity is like knowing that just because these certain people think that you're this way because of who you are that's not necessarily true and I don't know that well, and I think it also goes hand in hand with the idea that, like, within Die, this character can be this person, but right. this person's also bad. Right, right. So, yeah, it, it is transferring that, like, idea of, like, well, this person's bad, this is who I am, so mm-hmm. this person's bad. Right. And not being able to, yeah, bring that into the real world, because it is one of those things where it's like, well, no. Just because this person this is, is doesn't mean, like, that's what you yeah. are. Yeah. 
It was just a very... It was good. Yeah, it was very, very good. And I thought the, the topics were uh, approached in a very gentle way. Yeah. Um, it was just really good. It made me very emotional. And so most things do anymore, but that one in particular... Yeah, I'm surprised I actually didn't cry on that whole part. Because That's why I was so shocked. Like, Sarah came over last night right as I was, like, finishing it. And I was like, hold on a minute. I've just been, like, crying for, like, 20 minutes now. Just can you wait outside for, like, 20 minutes? Well, and I think for me, it felt really cathartic. Yeah. Like, it felt really... I don't know. It's just, like, you know, that you sent me that uh, panel last night. Mm -hmm. And that was a panel that really, like... I said it to you in that text. It's like, it really stuck with me just because, yeah, it, I felt that. And then, yeah, it just felt really cathartic to see these things on a page and be reading them and be like, I can connect with these ideas. Mm -hmm. And I, I definitely do. And it's, I've read many things from trans folks, especially like non-binary trans folk that like, yeah, I, it's weird to see something because I guess I don't have a lot of those people in my life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, seeing it from somebody else's perspective and being like, oh fuck, yeah, you do this, like you're dealing with this too. Like I get this. Mm -hmm. And seeing it on this page, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I also get this. Thank you. Like, it's just, yeah, really like I can take a deep breath and be like, oh, I'm not fucking weird. I'm just human. Right. <laughs> like, that's it. Like I'm just human. And I really... Like I said, I'm really glad that this just, like, was talked about. I'm really glad. I don't know. The story's been really, really good to, like, you know, there's been parts where I'm just like, I don't know. But as a whole, it's just, it's been such a great journey, really. Well, like, yeah, because it's just these group of friends that are discovering who they are, like, apart from this world that they've been in and the part that, they're, the world that they exist in. And I just... I think it's very powerful, and I think the way that it is told is really good, too, because it's, like, not... There are differences from the real world and the fantasy world that they are in right now, but there's also not. Yeah, well, and I think, too, like, I feel like they're not necessarily in this... They're probably about in the same age range as us, like, older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's still within our, like, group where it's, like, yeah, I can feel these same things. Like, we're in that... We're old now. The I'm not... Okay. The golem part <laughs> is where I just lost my absolute <laughs> mind because I struggle with that all the time. Mm -hmm. But it, it was just... It was very, very good. And I just... I think that if you haven't read it yet, I don't know what you're doing. Um, go, go, go. Yes, We're yes, going to yes. talk about it forever if we okay. don't stop. Um, yes, this is Black Widow. This is issue number n 10. Three. I forgot. It's issue number three. It's number three. Uh, but this It's is, actually 50. Yeah, legacy number five. That's where I got confused because I was like 50. <laughs> five zero. <laughs> five zero. Okay, anyway. Um, Black Widow. Um, I forget who the other ones are now. Uh, I missed one issue in between all of these, so I kind of missed out on a big chunk of them, but I can't find that issue. It was one that was damaged, and I got late. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just... I missed out on one, and so I, I'm kind of lost while also knowing what's going on. Anyway, they're up against Apogee. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I hope I am, but they find the... They create the cure to save the people that were under his influence, and they are still trying to defeat him in this issue. It's kind of the conclusion to what happens to the people that were a part of this cult, and how Lucy, who is the new character, how she cannot control her powers, and she needs to learn how to, because if she doesn't, it will kill her. All right. Again, the art, you know, yeah, you know how good. I feel about this art. It's fantastic. Oh, like, so good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good panels everything about it is just beautiful and i do i really really enjoy this story and i'm honestly a little bummed out that i missed that one yeah hawkeyes in it which i love it uh just a group of badass ladies doing their thing which is just classic for this kind of story mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but yeah it's a uh, oh it is continuing okay i believe this is the I just end said, I said tits <laughs> yeah no there there, there are some tits um, I believe this is the last issue of this story arc, if I'm correct. Am I right? I actually know nothing about Black <laughs> Widow, and that is one book I haven't even looked at. I know, I know. This is the only, like, Black Widow book that I've ever read. Anything that I've read that has Black Widow in it has either been just, like, the Winter Soldier books, which she's in, or Avengers. 
I've never read anything of her by herself, even though I've been told that I should. And, like, I hate when people tell me I should read something, yeah, so I, I never do. Um, but I love this one. Like, I think it's fantastic. I don't feel like I would enjoy any other of the stories because the main reason I do enjoy it is because of the art. Not that the story itself isn't good, but the, the art is really what carries it. Yeah. I know this. I know this You game. know it. Okay, so I have Batman Reptilian. This is issue number three. Um, I'm, I'm gonna hang on this book now. I know what's going on. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I think I was a little, like, tipsy the first issue, so I just, like, <laughs> wasn't... Well, I was tipsy, and the art is just, like, really distracting and dark. Yeah, it so is it, so dark. I love it. Is it is one of those things where I'm just like, I don't know, man, my eyes. Uh, but anyway, just a giant reptilian creature killing all of the bad guys in Gotham and Batman's trying to find it okay that's it okay. It's, it's fun it looks good the uh, art reminds me of like reading a comic in the woods with just a headlamp so... that is slowly dying yeah yeah no it is so so dark yeah. it is like so hard to see but it it looks so good it's, it's fantastic I do love it it's just yeah you kind of have to like do this when you're trying to like read it one of our regulars yesterday was uh every wednesday he comes over and we discuss like the comics that we have and he said i have this one aka you and i just thought that was like one of the <laughs> nicest things anyone's ever said about me uh well i'm glad you can feel good about being called the joker uh, that particular <laughs> picture that's what it was uh this is batman detective comics this is 1042. This I pulled a champ and I only read the first story. I actually did read the second part. I actually did. I Well, because it was that Matthew Rosenberg story. Yeah. So I was like, well, I need, I, I need to know. But this just wraps up the, uh, what's the fuck? The vile. Name? The vile story. Mm -hmm. It's all very gross. I love that page so much. Yeah. And you know how I feel about Dan Morris art. And I, I normally don't like when they switch back and forth between two different artists. Mm -hmm. But... Dude, killed it in this one. I loved it so yeah. much. I think the colors really do yeah. try it together. So. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's uh, it's just, like, one of those things where it's just a really grotesque-looking comic, and I love it. Yeah, it's good. It Okay, I'm going to just nerd out for just a minute here. Uh, Batman being taken over by Vile and being able to fight it reminded me of the Majin Buu saga in Dragon Ball Z when... He is brainwashed by Majin Buu, but still manages to do whatever the fuck he wants because he's Prince Vegeta and he can do whatever he wants. That's what it reminded me of. And I think that's why I liked it so much because Batman was like, you're in my head. I'm, you're making me do whatever you want to do, but I'm still me. So I'm still going to do what I want to do yeah. and still having that control over himself. And I thought that was so cool. That's all. All right. Go ahead. Okay. I have this book. Um, called Echo Lands. This is issue number one. This is a, a, a book like that does this. Uh, Derek, I did read this, but I don't know if I can properly explain what this book is about. I know that the main character, um, is it Red Hood? The main character, Red Hood. I can't think of what her name is, um, but they just call her like Red and stuff. But she is God, Derek, God. please help me explain this. Dude, I have to go to the bathroom. You so do I. I have to go so bad. But anyway, okay. <laughs> it's just a book about a, a wizard and his daughter who are trying to retrieve something that she took. That's good. That's a, Some, that's something good. like that. That's good enough. Hope. Hope is her name. Nothing to do with red. I I don't know what I was thinking. She's anyway. wearing a red hood. Yeah, that's probably what it was, to be honest. But there's, there's wizards in it. Um... Yeah, basically it. Yeah, see? Yeah. Okay. So Even I did an okay job. I really liked the book. I thought the art was fantastic, and I am going to continue reading it. Thank you. <laughs> we both have to pee, so this yeah. is just going to go quick. Uh, I like that. Uh, Spider-Man Life Story. This is uh, the annual, the first annual. Who knows if they're going to keep doing annuals. This book has been over for, like, two years. Um it's not like I'm mad at it. I knew. Did you see that? I knew exactly Yeah, well, I looked long. at you, and I was like, maybe it's two. It's been a while. I feel like, like it's been two years because it was before we interviewed him. Well, yeah, it was definitely before the pandemic. Yeah. Um. I got it right, <laughs> and I didn't even read that book. So, yeah, it's uh, 
just a not really a continuation of life story. It's just kind of like in the middle of that like like Spider-Man life story. Um, this focuses on J. Jonah Jameson and kind of what happened to him within like the Spider-Man life story. Okay. Yeah, it was really cool. Interesting. I, I really liked it. I actually liked it a lot more than I thought it was. I thought I would. Wow. Um, Got pee in the brain. Yeah, I do. Uh, just because when it, I started it, I was like, I don't really like J. Jonah Jameson that much. Like, you know whatever right but yeah i really liked it yeah it was really enjoyable and it's also just you know about like the stuff you hold on to and like how you need to let it go so i I feel that yeah i I struggle with that all the time yeah you know (laughs) same right uh lastly we have wolverine this is issue number 15 i know last time we said we had some problems with it the 14 just because it felt like x factor Mm kind of still feels that way but it had this really cool page that yeah. I really fucking enjoyed. Basically, we get the story of Solom and how he came to exist in this particular time and what happened to the Marauder. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's really it. It's classic Wolvie. I um, mean, there's going to be some, you know, I just want to show the page turns, I feel like within this like little bit. It goes from that to that. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a conversation between two two men who are drinking and want the same thing. Yeah. Okay, well, Heather's leaving, so Later. We, we gotta go, um, but as always, go support your local comic book shops, go buy some comics, uh, go support your local libraries, take care of your friends, wear a mask, again. Um, if you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated, because it will help you in the long run. I don't care if you're scared of needles, I don't care if you're scared of getting sick, it's gonna be worse if you don't. Um, and if you need some information on it, let us know, we'll find stuff for you. Um, we have no problem with doing that. So, as always, we love you, and we'll see you on the flip it a flop Laters on the Minjay. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I do. I hated it.